0: Wow, 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 wow. I'm telling you, isn't God good, huh? Isn't God good? Before you're seated, though, I want to give my, uh, my own uh, uh, thanks to Pastor Julian and Sharon for the invitation to be here this weekend. Uh, it's an honor to be here with you. Uh, we don't get to see each other every single year, but when we come, it's like old home week. And you know to serve for 22 years in one place. I mean, that's not always the common thing anymore. So give it up for them one more time, will you? Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. And you may be seated, please. Please be seated. The. um, So yeah, the invitation came, and it's like, come speak to all the I N C pastors. And I was like, yeah, let's do that. I didn't realize I was going to be abused so much when I came, but, <clears throat> but uh, it's okay. I always say when I go this far from home, use me and abuse me, okay? When I go home, I'll rest, okay? When I go home, I'll rest. And I just want to say to all of you lovely family here, other than being home with my wife and my family, there's no other place I want to be than right here with you. All right. This is my London family. It really is. It really is. It really is. And I thank Julian for the relationship that we've maintained over the years. And so uh, before I get into the message today, and let me tell you, he said it right. Strap in because you're in for a ride. And uh, we're going to we're going to hear from God today. We're going to hear from God today. I've got a message for you that is going to just blow the socks off your feet, if you're wearing socks, okay? If you're wearing socks, all right? But before we do, I just want to let you know that I don't carry books and, you know, all those things with me anymore. I just carry these newfangled things called USB drives, flash drives, and everything's on PDF and audio and video files and all that kind of stuff. But on here, we've got a number of things. I call it my legacy library. It's got 74, 74 files. You should say, wow, Wow. 74 files of my greatest hits, my greatest hits. You know, you go out and buy albums all the time, Kiss's greatest hits, all right? All right, Joe Bonamas' greatest hits, whatever it is, all right? This is Patrick Andre's greatest hits. I mean, things like Get Smart About Budgeting, Get Smart About Debt-Free Living, uh, Financial Increase, Overcoming Uncertainty, Choose Wisely, The Seed of Increase, Financial Expansion, Audios like how to be rich, not how to get rich, but if you want to be rich in God, you got to know how to be rich, three-part series, don't be an idiot, that's my favorite, don't be an idiot, increase, how to position yourself for increase, how to expect increase, mind games, four-part series, don't get hung up in all those mind games that the enemy wants to throw on you and the world wants to throw on you. Ten enemies of greatness, keys to realizing your dreams. My prayer for you is the prayer of deliverance. And what is that prayer? And I relate it to uh, facing your fears, facing your giants. And it's a prayer that I pray for everybody. And so those are going to be available. They went fast. There's only a few left. And so if I were you, I'd take advantage of it because I had a limited number. They're not actually here on premises because I walked out of the hotel and left it on... Couch, so but thank you for your pastor who said, Hey, just tell them it's available. They can go into what do you call this area back here? The lounge, the lounge, and you can uh find. I believe Becky will be at the table again. And just give it up for Becky with that offering message, huh? I'm telling you, I'm stealing that message, I'm stealing that. I'm gonna preach it all over the world. I'm telling you. That was a barn burner right there, all right? How many of you ready to dig into the Word of God? Oh, this must be the 1130 service or something. Come on. I am going to compare you to that first service. It's a better crowd. It's a better crowd. All right. All right. You got a word of confidence from your pastor, all right? How many of you are ready to get into the Word of God this morning? I believe God's got a word that's right on time for you. As I began preparing, I began praying, I began asking the Lord, show me, what do you want me to speak when I'm in London? And, uh, and I began to just think about a few things, and I believe that in the Spirit of God, in that realm that only He works in, there is a frequency, there, there's a sound that goes out. It's not like an audible voice. It's just that sense, that resonance that goes on. And so all weekend while I've been here so far, pastor's been saying things that are just resonating with me that what I was hearing from God is right on time. Right on time. God does this for me all the time. We are here right on time. You're not here by accident. You chose to be here today, and that's because God was moving on you to say you need to get down to the house of God because God's going to plow your field up today, all right? He's going to plow it up today. What I want to share with you today is not something that everybody can handle. I cannot speak this in every church. I wish I could. I think Pastor Julian will attest to this, because it is a word that will challenge you to the core. And what I want to speak to you about today is something that I believe all of you in the room need today. And that is that anointing of acceleration. That that movement that will put you over the top. That place that I don't know if I can make it to the top. I don't know if I can get over that mountain. I don't know if I can get over that hill. But if God will just give me that push, boom, I'll be on the other side. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs, chapter 13 and verse 12, it says this, Hope deferred makes the heart sick. How many of you have dreams? Come on, raise your hand. Boy, half of you don't even dream at all, man. Man, you've got a God that dreams. He makes plans for you. He knew you before you were ever in your mother's womb. I mean, he was dreaming about you. How many of you have a dream of something? I don't know what it is, but I mean, God's got something on your heart. And, but, you know, the Bible says hope deferred. When those dreams don't start happening, the longer it waits, the longer the delay, hope deferred makes your heart sick. And you begin wondering, is this ever going to happen? Am I ever going to see that promise manifest in my life? Hope deferred makes the heart sick. But... A dream fulfilled is a tree of life. This is right on time for you. Pastor Julian's been speaking, been speaking, been speaking. This is the year of dreams fulfilled. Hallelujah. How many of you want to see your dreams fulfilled? Yes. I'm here to tell you, if you don't already know it, you should know it. This is a strategic moment in your life. This is a, I mean moment, right now. Not, not this week, I mean right now. This is a strategic moment in your life. It's a strategic moment in the life of this church. I believe it is the time for the anointing of acceleration to fall upon this house and upon your house, upon your life. That two, 2019 will become your year of no more waiting. You will declare, this is the year of no more waiting in my life. I've had it. Devil, you may have had a season. The world, you may have a season, but my time of that is over. The walls are tumbling down. The barriers are being obliterated. And my day is here. Now, it could seem, it could seem like what you've expected to happen may never happen. And you're running out of time. But you know what? Here's some good news. Listen to Mark chapter 8, verse 22 through 25. When they arrived at Beside, some people brought a blind man to Jesus. They begged him to touch the man and heal him. Jesus took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. Then spitting on the man's eyes, I mean, come on, spitting? I mean, I want you to come to the altar right now, because if your dream isn't fulfilled, I want to spit on you. I mean, that's what Jesus said. That's what he did. He spit on the man's eyes. Oh, my God. Jeez. He laid his hands on him and asked, can you see anything now? The man looked around and said, yes, he said. I see people, but but Lord, I can't see them very clearly. They look like trees walking around. Okay, there's a lack of progression. Maybe you started down a path where God was speaking to you dropping dreams in your heart. You know what I'm talking about. You're sitting right in your chair right now. You can identify exactly what it is. And you're sitting here this morning, you go, man, it hasn't happened yet. Can you resonate with this man? This man says, hey, oh, something happened, but, but now it's delayed. It, it has stopped. It's, it's for some reason the train has stopped on the tracks. He said, I see him, but... But I don't see them very clearly. They look like trees walking around. Then Jesus placed his hands on the man's eyes again. Oh, thank you, God. And his eyes were opened. His sight was completely restored. And he could see everything clearly. I can see clearly now. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, sorry. I thought this was a concert. Okay. At first, he says what? He says, I see men as trees. Yes, it can seem like there's a lack of progress. But when Jesus touched the man's eyes again, this is your day of again. He saw clearly. That second touch brought the fullness. Come on, it brought the fullness of God's healing. It can bring the fullness of God's dreams back into your life. They can ignite with fire again. You may not have seen the full manifestation yet, but don't give up because God's not done. God's never done. God is bringing more. I want you to say more. More is not an ugly word. God is bringing more into your life. He's bringing more into your church. You're celebrating 22 years, but I can tell you, as great as that is, you ain't seen nothing yet. Hallelujah. Because God's bringing more. And in this time, I believe He's accelerating it. He's bringing it quickly into your lives. And that's what this year is going to be. God touching your eyes again. God touching your dreams again. God touching you starting today, not tomorrow, not next week, not next year, this year, touching you again, removing barriers, bringing acceleration into His overflow that can only come from heaven. In order to do that, we've got to have a paradigm shift. We have to remove the dripping faucet mentality that dripping faucet mentality that says, I'm blessed once in a while. Yeah. Come on. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Well, you know, last year I was blessed. <laughs> oh, you know, two years ago there was a big blessing, but, you know, it hasn't really come in as often. Come on, come on, don't shout me oh. down now, but you know you're sitting in your chair and you're going, yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's me. Uh-huh." I don't want to admit. How many of you know you had some blessings not show up in your life, huh? That you're waiting for. Hmm? Come on. That's because we've been operating in a dripping faucet mentality. Change it today into a waterfall mentality. The waterfall of God. If you look at this man standing in the waterfall, the overflow of God will dwarf you. It will make you so minuscule because there's so many blessings coming into your life. It's the waterfall of God that He wants to bring into your life. He wants your dreams to flood. He wants them to flood into your life. You know, I think about the first miracle that Jesus performed. We're talking about acceleration today. Have you ever stopped to think about it from this perspective? He turned water into wine. They ran out of wine. And so he said, bring the water. I'm not going to teach you on that. There's a whole other teaching on where that water came from. But he says, bring me, bring me, bring, fill him up, fill him up to the brim. And in a second, in a split second, he turned water into wine. Now, we hear lots of messages about that, about the miracle power of Jesus and that. But what about this? Let's think just a little bit more about that. If you understand anything about wine, not that I understand a lot about wine, but if you understand anything about wine, how many of you know wine doesn't, isn't created overnight? Wine takes time. It takes time to ferment. It takes time to just sit in the barrel. Hello. To soak in the wooden smoke of the barrel or whatever it is. They're putting. And it's called fermentation. And over years, some of them sit in those barrels before they're put in the into the bottle. But Jesus, when Jesus steps on the scene, he turns water into wine. Acceleration. Immediately, water is turned into wine. And it and it wasn't just kind of, okay, I got you some wine. You know, and you drink a glass of wine, you go, mm, that wasn't very good. No. The host said, or the guest said, "Whoa, why you've left the best wine? Their best days are still ahead of you. Your best is still to come. No matter how good it's been, your best is going to be even better. It's going to be the best as God accelerates you forward." But the challenge is this: You see, you will be known for the enemy that you conquer. Or the enemy that conquers you. You will be known for the enemy that conquers you or for the enemy you conquer. And my question for you today is this. Will you conquer stagnation with acceleration? Come on. Who could say amen today? Will you choose today? No more waiting. No more stagnation in my life. No more stagnation in my career. No more stagnation in my finances. No more stagnation in my vehicle. No more stagnation in my bank account. No more stagnation in my growth spiritually. Come on. No more stagnation in my health. I'm moving forward, baby. Come on. I'm doing it today. You see, you will be known that either that enemy conquers you or you have taken your stand and said, giant, I'm tearing you down and I'm tearing you down today. Today, it's coming down. The walls are coming down. You will choose what you will be known for. I will not be held back any longer. I will not wait any longer. Until you can get those words out of your mouth, they're not going to impact the atmosphere. You've got to begin saying today, I will not wait any longer. Do you understand why a lot of churches wouldn't be able to handle this? Because when you start having that kind of conversation, when you start talking about the power of your words that will penetrate the atmosphere, that takes faith. That takes faith that your words have power. And I believe this is a church of faith. You see, today is a day that you need to realize that in your life you have a gas pedal. You have a gas pedal just like an automobile has a gas pedal. And it's there for a reason. If you don't put your foot on the gas pedal, your car goes nowhere. You can turn on the ignition, the car can actually be running, the engine, excuse me, the engine can actually be running, hello, but you're just sitting there. Come on, the engine's on, but the car's going nowhere, why? Because there's an action that must be associated with your faith that the car is going to turn on, okay? But... If you press down on the gas pedal, what does it do? It creates acceleration. We talk about automobiles accelerating at a high rate of speed. We talk about airplanes accelerating off the runway. It's no different than your automobile. The gas pedal, though, doesn't get pressed down without a foot. (laughs) Which means... You have to take your foot off the brakes. Yeah, yeah. You have to do something. Somebody has to say it. You, I can, I'm no benefit to you if I don't say it. You have to take your foot off the brake and put it, decide. I'm putting my foot on the gas pedal. And when you push down on the gas pedal, the car begins to accelerate. If you want acceleration in your life, how many of you would like to see some L- acceleration in your life? Come on. You want acceleration. You, you know you do. Why do I know that? Because I want more acceleration in my life. And you might think, well, you got everything. I got a lot. I'm blessed. God's blessing us. I'm not satisfied. I want more. I want more. Well, when's when is more? I mean, when do you stop? Never. Because I still got more to do for the kingdom of God. I've got more places to go. I've got more people to bless. I've got more waiters to tip. I've got, oh my God. I've got eight children. I've got 18 grandchildren. He already gave away my age. 19 is on the way. Any day. I need to have more. <laughs> too many birthdays. Too many... What? Anniversaries, all of that. Okay? But if you want more acceleration, then you've got to what? You see, you can push down on the gas pedal a little, and your car will accelerate some. But don't you know if you push down a little harder, what happens? You're gonna go even faster. You're gonna accelerate to a higher rate of speed. But oh, baby, if you put the pedal to the metal, Come on, you're going to be flying, and that's what I'm challenging you with today. If you want that acceleration, decide today I'm getting my foot off the brake and I'm putting it on the gas pedal, and I'm not just going to touch it with a toe, I'm going to put my foot on that gas pedal, the pedal of faith and action that needs to be at work in your life, or are you going to walk out of here today and keep your foot on the brake? Or maybe you've had your foot on the gas pedal and you walk out and you take your foot off the gas pedal. Think about the woman with the issue of blood. Where would she be if she didn't have a gas pedal that she pushed all the way to the floor? Luke, 4, 8, through 8, Luke 8, chapter 8, verse 43 for 44. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. 12 years. And no one, no one could heal her. The doctors couldn't heal her. No one could touch her life. Nothing was happening. But she came up behind and touched the edge of his cloak. And immediately, can you say immediately? immediately? Immediately, her bleeding stopped. No man could bring that kind of acceleration into her life. Only the God that we know is the God of all power, all promise, all love, and all grace can bring that kind of acceleration into anyone's life. And I think this is amazing because he said there was a throng of people. I mean, what does throng mean? Not not thong, throng, okay? What, what, What does a throng mean? It means there was a bunch of people, all right, surrounding him. And she could have easily stopped. But she pushed her way through that crowd. I mean, she pushed her way through that crowd, through what could have seemed like a wall or a barrier. But she said, I'm putting my foot on the gas pedal. Come on, baby. Boom! Right through the wall. I don't know if your natural car can do that, but I will tell you this. Your spiritual car can go through the wall. It can go through the wall today. And what is divine acceleration? Well, you see, God has a plan for all of our lives. And that plan drops into our heart. It's His dream for us. It becomes our dream, that vision for our life. So what is divine acceleration? It's the supernatural ability of God, listen carefully, immediately applied to your life, your ministry, your time, your finances, your circumstances. To bring his plans, not your plans, his plans to pass at a much faster rate than is humanly possible. I'm telling you today, you have not seen anything near what God wants to do in this house. Because when God's at work, there's an unstoppable momentum. God shifts circumstances, God removes obstacles, He brings weakness to walls so that they crumble when you go through them. And don't forget this. When you have a manual shift vehicle, you can't accelerate to a faster speed without shifting gears. The truth is, even the automatic transmissions of today, they actually still shift gears. And if you've ever been in a manual or even an automatic that doesn't shift, hello, Come on, are you listening to me today? If it doesn't shift into the next gear, you can only get to a certain rate of speed. I believe that if you want to go faster, if you want to experience more acceleration with God, you've got to be willing to shift gears. And you know what? I'm talking right to you today. The power of God and expectation is in this room right now. And I'm speaking to you right now. This is your day to shift gears. I believe some of you are moving, but man, you've got to shift gears. You've got to decide today, what is that highest gear I can get? As a matter of fact, some of you need to shift through two or three gears right now. Come on, just get it into that high gear. Today is the day to shift gears. How many of you are ready to shift gears today? Come on. Well, let me show you what can happen when you do. John 6, 16 through 21, out of the Weymouth translation, I, a translation, I love it. When evening came on, his disciples went down to the lake. There they got on board a boat and pushed off to cross the lake to Capernaum. By this time, it had become dark and Jesus had not yet joined them. <clears throat> the lake was also getting rough because a strong wind was blowing. When, however, they had rowed three or four miles. Now, this is, this is strategic. Get this in your thinking. Three or four miles they've been rowing. They are out there in the lake. They're not next to the shore. They're out three or four miles. You got it? You got it? All right. They saw Jesus walking on the water and coming near the boat. Come on, let's paint this picture now. (laughs) They leave the shore. They're out there three or four miles. Here they are. Here they are. Rowing, rowing, rowing. Jesus, he just decides, I don't need no stinking boat. I'm just walking on the water, man. But, But Jesus... As only Jesus can. As only Jesus can. His speed is an accelerated speed. They're rowing, but He catches up to them. Jesus is the God of acceleration. It's in Him. He cannot hold back. He accelerates things. You want a healing from your bleeding? Baby, if you'll push through, if you'll work with me, boom! Bam! It's done. It's a quantum leap. You want to see a quantum leap? I'll show you a quantum leap. You ready? It's one thing to get healed of your bleeding. But watch this. They saw him walking near the boat. They were terrified. But he called to them and he said, It is eyes, Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid today. Get ready to make that step of faith. Are you ready? Don't be afraid. Then they were willing to take him on board. And in a moment... In a moment, the boat reached the shore at the point to which they were going. Wait a minute. That's another three or four miles away. But all of a sudden, Jesus catches up in the anointing of acceleration. The anointing of acceleration. He says, don't be afraid because something's getting ready to happen. (laughs) He says, when I step in the boat, boom. When I step in the boat, bam, it's a quantum leap. Quantum leap. I mean, all, all of the scientific makeup of that wood, the ores, their very being, all of it, made up of neutrons and atoms and electrons. Do you know how a quantum leap happens? Electrons cause it. Electrons, literally, scientists describe it this way. The electrons get so excited. They get so excited. i got to be careful here because I'll get so excited. I... They get so excited. They can't stay where they're at. They see something. And, in I mean, we can't even measure it in time. I'm preaching myself silly this morning. I mean, I'm... I just, I'm... God is bringing me another quantum leap, okay? I don't know about you. I'm getting mine, okay? Those electrons get so excited. (laughs) They get so excited. They go, I want to be over there. And they go. They just jump. They just jump. You can't even measure it in time. They just jump. This is a quantum leap. This is your day. Come on, this is my day for a quantum leap right now. Yeah, I I, I don't know if you'll see it right this minute, but I can tell you this, in the spirit of acceleration, it's going to happen quicker than you ever saw it happen before. You know what? In that moment, Jesus released the anointing of acceleration over everything. That anointing is here today. Why is it here today? Because Jesus is here. If you believe Jesus is here, then the spirit of acceleration, the anointing of acceleration is here. And I believe He released that at that moment to show us something. And this is going to blow the top off your head. To let us know that time is not subject to Him. No, no, excuse me. That time is subject to Him. He is not subject to time. Let me say that again. Time is subject to him. He's not subject to time. We see it. We see it right here in the Word. He says, I don't care about time. I don't care about time. I don't care what it does to history. I don't care what it does in messing with your head. We're going to the shore right now. I'm going to my dream right now. And the table is set for you, my friends. It's set right now. Because according to Psalm 23.5, the Bible says, you prepare a feast for me. The King James says, you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. It doesn't matter what enemy you're facing today. God's not embarrassed by His blessings. He says, I'm putting them on full display right here on the table in front of your enemies. All you have to do is go to the table. You ever been to a buffet? I mean, he didn't just put one dish on the table. Why? Because it says this. It says, you honor me by anointing my head with, my cup overflows with, blood.' there's an overflow. You ever been to a buffet? My wife and I love buffets. Rhonda particularly. You know how they have dishes on one side and down the other side and on this side? I mean, so, so they have some on this side, different ones on this side. You go around and you fill up your plate. Well, Rhonda's got to have some of everything. Everything. And lo and behold, when she gets her plate full, stuff is falling off the plate. This is what God has set for you. He's got a table in front of you. And he says, I don't care if your enemies are there. Go around the buffet table, pick up what you need. Go sit down and eat. And by the way, if you need more, it's still set. It's replenished. It never runs dry. I have a waterfall of blessings for you. Don't be afraid to accelerate. Don't be afraid to do the risky and what seems foolish. I'm not telling you it's okay to break the law, but what I am telling you is by the Spirit, there is no law against you. Be careful, though, because acceleration can cause you to lose control of your comfort. How I many of you know, when that car begins going faster and faster, and all of a sudden you're wondering, am I going to make that curve? Am I, I mean, it'll, it'll mess with your head, man. It'll mess with your head. And, and God said, you better put on your seatbelt. You better strap in, as we heard this morning. Why? Because you're getting ready to go so fast, it's going to blow your mind. It's going to mess with your natural head. It's going to mess with your natural thoughts. It's going to mess with other people who see things happen so fast in your life. They're going to say to you, that couldn't happen overnight. And you're going to look them in the eye and you're going to say, oh, yeah, it does. (laughs) Because God did it for me. But you might be saying, well, what's the rush? (laughs) Can not I just sit back and be cozy and comfortable where life is right now? And, well, you know, it's like having a baby. You know when you're having a baby, I mean when it's time. When it's time, you don't sit around the house going, "Oh, let's just wait a little bit longer." Oh no, baby, you get in the car and you start heading to the hospital. Our daughter Season almost had the baby in the car with the last baby. I'm telling you what, you get in that you get in that car and you hustle your bustle as we say. Okay? That baby's going to be born. And let me tell you something, that that dream is ready to be fulfilled in your life. You better get in the car, and you better make sure you get into the kingdom of God, to the hospital of God, wherever it is that you're going to birth that dream. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now's the time to move forward. Listen to 1 Kings chapter 18, verses 41 through 46. And Elijah said unto Ahab, get thee up, eat, and drink, for there's a sound of abundance of rain. I'm telling you, the kingdom of God has a frequency associated with it. And if you can hear it, then he could hear the abundance of rain. I can hear the abundance of rain. I hear the abundance of dreams fulfilled in my spirit. <laughs> so Ahab went up to eat and drink, and Elijah went up to the top of karma, and he cast himself down on the earth, put his face between his knees. He said to his servant, go up now, look toward the sea. And he went up and looked and said, there's nothing. Listen, you may be in a season where you see nothing, but don't give up. Please don't give up. Why? He said, go again. Go seven times. And he came to pass at the seventh time. He said, behold, behold. And I believe this is the day. I believe this is the seventh time. I see. He says, behold, I see a little cloud. I see a spark. I see the ember of fire beginning to burn again. I see that little bitty faith beginning to rise again that says, Oh, I thought I had lost my dream. Oh, but I'm here to tell you your dream is still alive. Your dreams are still alive, and God wants to fulfill them. It's like a man's hand. He said, Go up and say unto Ahab, Prepare your chariot. Get down so that the rain stop.' you not. It came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven was black with clouds and wind. There was a great rain. And Ahab rode and went to Jezreel, and the hand of the Lord was on Elijah. He gripped up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. Let's just paint this picture. Oh, yes. Oh, hey. Ahab, Ahab, he's in his chariot. The horses. I got more laughs in the first service for that. Come on. I got to get the hoofs in there. All right? But can you just picture it? Come on, church. Can you picture it? Can you picture it? He's going in his chariot. But oh, no, 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 Elijah, he girds up his loins. He said, I don't need no stinking chariot. He says, I'm going to run. He starts running, and he accelerates so fast, he's going right by Ahab, going, I'm going to get there before you. You're going to get there before everybody else. The Lord wants to speed your church up. He wants to speed your life up for the new thing he's doing. Why? So his church will be the leaders of creativity, innovation, community development, entrepreneurism, international change, whatever it is. Why? Because we are a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. I think of Peter very quickly. One night he's fishing, catches nothing. But when he allows Jesus in the boat, When he lets Jesus in the boat, things change. If you go back to the story of the men in the lake rowing, it says when they were willing to let him in the boat. Today, if you will be willing to open up your heart, say, Jesus, there's never been a day like today that I have needed you in my boat more than right this second. I believe this will be Your day of shifting gears. I believe the anointing of acceleration is here. And if you want that in your life right now as we close, I want you to say, that's me, Pastor Patrick. And if it's you, I want you to stand to your feet saying, I can't wait any longer. This is no more waiting this year. 2019 is my year of dreams fulfilled. I've had some that have been on hold. They've been on layaway. <laughs> They've been on lay. I'm getting my dreams fulfilled. How about you? Are you ready to have your dreams fulfilled? You ready to have your... How about back here? Are you ready? Are you ready for the acceleration, anointing to hit your dreams today, to hit your life, to hit your bank account? Then you just lift up your head right now. And I want you to believe right now, this is my day. Say, this is my day. Is my day. And I want you to say this, I will be in the right place at the right time. With the right ideas, with the right people, doing the right thing in Jesus' name. Keep your hands up right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, all over this room, I believe that your anointing of acceleration is here, and I'm releasing it upon them right now. Come on now, embrace it, receive it, draw it into you right now. I'm receiving it, I'm receiving it, I'm receiving it. I just release it, I release it, I release it, over all this room, over every life, over every family, over every business, over every health issue, every over every bank account, over anything and everything in your life, that you need to break through that barrier. I release the spirit of accelerated breakthrough to come into your life right now, this minute, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap right now. Hallelujah.